Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Green by Train podcast for Green Week 22, where we discuss how rail service performance is impacting the movement and export of Western Canadian grain. I'm Greg Northey, Vice President of uh, Corporate Affairs with Pulse Canada, and I'm joined, as always, by Milt Poirier of QGI Consulting, who manages the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of agriculture groups that produce data and reports on rail service and performance. Thanks for joining us today, Milt. Hi, Greg. So, Milt, we took a little break from the podcast, but continue to publish reports for Grains Week 20 and 21. Uh, So what did we see during those weeks over the holidays? Uh, Was there anything uh, interesting that came up uh, in the past? And what are we seeing now for Grain Week 22? Well, frankly, if you look at all three of those weeks, uh, week 22 being the most recent one that we reported on last week, uh, performance was very much the same for both CN and CP as we've seen all year. Um, At a system level, uh, CN initially in week 20 fell off a little bit, but then rebounded somewhat in weeks 21 and 22. But having said that, they still fell short of meeting even 70% of shipper demand uh, for hopper cars on a weekly basis. CP was very consistent week to week through that three week period, averaging 87% a week order fulfillment, and frankly landed uh, one point either side of that number in each of those three weeks, so very consistent. Unfortunately, one of the things that we did see uh, continue through that three week period was Uh, this ongoing uh, issue of unfilled orders rolling from one week to the next. We did see CP make some headway in that area in week 22, where they knocked that number down around 500. Um, CN, however, continues to roll over 1,000 or more orders a week, which is going to be the case going into week 23. Yeah, and that's still a consistent problem here. This rollover, obviously the sector and the, and the way the ATC is designed is we want to measure on-time performance. That's really the, one of the most important things for, for shippers, make sure they get the cars they need in the week they order them in. Uh, CP's numbers you know, look, look promising. CN's numbers continue to, to struggle a little bit. How does this shake up for each of the provinces over that time period? Well, much like the system performance, uh, the provinces um, saw very much in weeks 20 through 22, um, the same kind of performance that they've seen all year. Um, Performance on a week-to-week basis continued to be characterized by volatility, uh, both across railways within uh, an individual province and across individual provinces for either one of the railways. So not much change and, and unfortunately not much improvement at the provincial level. That's good. It's interesting you use the words volatility uh, in there. It, ultimately, shippers need reliable and, and farmers as well, reliable and predictable service. And you know while we do see volumes moving, it still remains a, a very volatile situation for, for, the, for the system. Uh, just curiosity over the, over the holidays, how, how did demand look from, from shippers? Did we see a down because generally we have a downturn in that period was it uh was it a large downturn or did we see a pretty steady demand from from shippers no the demand that uh dropped as it normally does um typically there's a significant buildup from the beginning of the grain year right up to say the middle of december but then towards the back half of december there's a very consistent pattern year to year where when you get to about week 21 and 22 which is normally on the calendar, the grain calendar, where the Christmas holiday and the New Year's holiday uh, lands each year. 
um, demand levels tend to go down. And they did again this year, um, quite substantially actually, uh, compared to the levels of demand that we had been seeing. Unfortunately, even with the lower demand, the railways uh, seemingly didn't take advantage of that to uh, get their performance up um, to where it needs to be. Yeah, it still remains a concern when when demand goes down and, and order fulfillment still remains low. Uh, clearly looking ahead, demand is going to be a big question, what demand looks like through January, February, March. Um, can you give us a sense uh, of the things we should keep our eye on uh, as we move into the new year? Well, I think there's two things, uh, at least in the near term. One is uh, demand levels, which you just mentioned. We know that so far this year, demand levels have been about 30% higher or so uh, compared to last year and really compared to you know, the average of the last few years. So the question is, will demand levels um, as we head into January and February remain high and higher than in past years? Um, and will that demand exceed the railway's winter plan commitments, which is now to supply roughly 4,500 cars a week each? And if shipper demand remains higher than that, how will the railways deal with it? So there is a potential, I think, for rationing, particularly uh, with CN, who tends to do more of that than CP in the weeks ahead. The second, second big question for me is, you know, is winter ever going to show up? Um, it's pretty easy to lose sight of the fact that, you know, the performance that we've seen so far this year, which has not been great, has been executed, if you will, in an unseasonably warm winter, uh, particularly in the West. Temperatures remain high. We have not had a lot of snow, no severe winter weather to speak of. So it will come. The question is when. And then the other question is how will the system respond to it when it does show up? This is a concern uh, largely because we've already seen the system slow significantly in December. Um, and that was without bad weather. And when the system slowed, it resulted in a very high level of traffic on the network and a buildup of cars sitting idle under load for extended periods of time. In fact, the railways are still trying to bring those numbers down. And of course, if you have cars under load for extended periods of time, that means that you're not releasing cars empty, which makes it harder for you to meet demand in the country in, in subsequent weeks. So that's going to be a big issue, uh, something to keep our eye on. And I think we're going to get a pretty good indication of what lies ahead here in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Thanks, Milton. As always, we'll be keeping an eye on it through the ATC reports and you can find those at www.agtransportcoalition.com. And we look forward to talking to you all next week. Bye.